This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. Could we have a big shootout of the week? Could Houston do it two weeks in a row? Cincinnati heading in the right direction. Houston and Cincy. It makes it a little bit tough. In the injury report here, Jamar Chase didn't practice today dealing with a back issue. It seems, it seems, and I'll talk to Brian Scott about this tomorrow at 9.30. Check back on our YouTube channel. But it seems like the expectation is Chase will still play. T. Higgins listed with a different injury, but he was limited practice today. The expectation is that he will play. But maybe these guys won't be 100% come Sunday. Kind of disappointing. We were hoping we could possibly see a shootout with the way the Houston Texans offense has the capability of playing and the way Joe Burrow has been getting back to Joe Burrow ways since apparently he all he needed was a couple of weeks while playing on a calf injury to get better with the calf injury. Absolutely amazing with him. Uh, right now, Cincinnati is favored in this game at minus six and a half in Cincy with a 48 over under in this one. I am going to take the over in this game. I'm going to, it's 48. So I'm just looking, all I'm really looking for ultimately is a 27 24 game. I think with the way these two offenses have been playing, I think you're going to get that in this game, especially at the two quarterback position. Chris, I see you frowning at me. What, 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 what's the matter? Well, like, look, I understand the CD Stroud and I love CD Stroud. Don't get just twisted. It was spectacular last week and just lit it up. But if you look at his stats, I'm not saying he's Jared Goff, but his blow up games have all been at home. He has not done necessarily what you think he can do on the road. Most of his games, within the 14, 15 points range, have been on the road. So the Cincinnati defense isn't a pushover. Buffalo, you know, Jared Allen had a pretty decent game, but wasn't anything spectacular. So if you look at what you get versus Buffalo, I think this Houston offense matches up very similar to that Cincinnati Cincinnati offense. Sorry, Cincinnati defense. And I don't like the over necessarily. And I'm not kind of like, think the scoring's gonna be a little lower than people expect it to be just because of what we saw from Stroud last week. I think it's because we have two, we have two good offenses, which is why I'm taking the over in this game. It's not just a one-sided offensive affair. So even if you get Cincinnati up by a couple of scores, Houston not only has the capability, but will show that they were willing to throw the ball enough to keep the, keep that game going in the right direction. I look at the Jacksonville game, which was on the road. That game went over 51 points scoring. CJ Stroud, 280 yards and two touchdowns in that one. That's all I'm looking for here to go over on a 48. So that's my argument for that. Uh, but let's go to the week. I'm playing Burrow. He's my number two quarterback on the week. And I'm playing CJ Stroud. He's my number five quarterback on the week. Not a lot of great selection at quarterback position. But I think after last week, there's no way you're benching CJ Stroud. Whether it's a road game or not, I don't think there's any chance you can bench CJ Stroud for 470 yard and five touchdown performance. Um, the, only, I, the only headline I really have here is about Tank Dell because you're playing Joe Mixon. I don't want to play the Texan running backs. Keep your eye on Damian Pierce. He didn't practice again today, so if he's out, maybe you feel better about flexing Singletary if he's going to have the, all the volume in the backfield to himself in this one. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, we're playing him. So we get the Tank Dell, who I'm much higher on than the ECR. ECR. I got him at 18. ECR's got him at 25. And here's my thing. Tank Dell, not Nico Collins, is the number one receiver of this offense, gentlemen. He's been running more routes. He gets targeted more per route. Dell's actually in the 90 percentile with his routes run. Nico Collins, for as good as he's been in spots this year, never gets above 80, 82. 
Tank Dell is actually playing more than him. And now Collins, while we think he's going to play, he's also on the injury report today with an ankle issue. Maybe he's not 100%. We know Robert Woods is going to be out. So, Adam, when you're looking at this thing, I got Nico Collins at 28. I got Tank Dell at 18. Which, which receiver would you rather have? I'm definitely on the tank side. I do think this is going to be a tough matchup um, for them. I don't think this offense is necessarily going to – it's definitely not going to do what they did last week. Uh, no, I, I, I think if you're going to beat Stroud, it's going to be with a better pass rush. Tampa Bay is one of the worst in the league from an ESPN pass rush win rate uh, perspective from what it's worth, and I, the Bengals are a little closer to average. I think that is uh, in their favor. Uh that having been said, yeah, I think Dell is the guy to go to. Um, they are actively attempting to get him the ball versus passively getting Collins the ball. Um, so, yeah, Chris, you see it that same way or no? Yeah, I lean towards Tank Dell. I mean, I definitely kind of come back to my point earlier. I think Tank Dell's quickness plays better at home. Um, so I think that's where he can, you know, he's able to get the separation and be able to get the explosive plays. But I do think he's the better play because this Cincinnati team gives a lot of yards. He'll get a lot of touchdowns. Nico Collins kind of needs those touchdowns to be productive. Well, Tank Dell can make the big play between the 20s for you. Still be productive. I like that. Uh, one guy who's been irrelevant no matter what now, after establishing himself after week six, it seems like, the Dalton Schultz. He comes in a tight end five for <laughs> me. He's back. Yeah, uh, Like I said, he's established a bigger part of the receiving workload i was worried about you know because he started doing well when tank dell was out what would happen when tank dell came back now the other part of this you could make the argument for is that well tank dell came back but then robert woods basically immediately left opening up more target share from him being gone too and i don't think it really matters robert well, I mean, brown got that last week too Right, exactly. I was just about to say that, Chris, because Noah Brown wound up kind of coming in and taking over that role as well. And with with Woods, it's funny. I didn't even realize how many targets Woods was getting because he had nothing to show for it. Like, just you don't miss him out there at all. Uh, Dalton Schultz has been getting 23.6% of the team target share since Robert Woods has been out. That is top five tight end level usage right there. So I'm firing up Dalton Schultz. And I'm happy as hell about it. Chris, do you think this is sustainable throughout the rest of the season, though? I mean, it's sustainable as a tight end. It's not Kelsey or Mark Andrews. I think that's what you're looking at. And then I think you talk about top five guy. I think that is sustainable. He's going to be probably a tight end one, at least for you, for the rest of the season. Is he with top five? That's debatable. But he'll definitely be tight end one for you to have in your option for each week in, week out. Any other notes for this game, guys? Nope, we're good. Okay, 